Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I am your host, Brian Intrican, a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on Twitter at BD Intrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. We are here to recap your Wednesday of baseball action and get you ready for Thursday, April 13th, where we have about uh, seven or eight games, seven games, seven games to get going for you. Two early games, five late games on a fun little Thursday of action. Let's get to the recent news and notes to get you caught up on Wednesday. DJ LeMahieu was out of the lineup on Wednesday. He's dealing with a quad tightness and is considered day-to-day, according to manager Aaron Boone. Hopefully not too bad as the Yankees are uh, battling some injuries throughout the club, so they need DJ around. Don't sit down. I'm going to try and sit down on this one because this this stunned me too. The Cubs spent money. Yes, they did. Ian Happ signed a three-year, $61 million extension with the Cubs, including a full no trade clause. So Hap, who was almost traded at the deadline last year, has a chance to stay in a, a club for at least three more years. So that's good to see. Corey Seager, as the shortstops continue to uh, hit the floor, Corey Seager was placed on the I.O. with a grade two hamstring strain, which take a minimum of four weeks to recover from. Leody Tavares was recalled from AAA. We know Tavares in the past, um, a little bit of power, a little bit of speed. He's had some hot streaks, had some very cold streaks. So we'll see how he goes and see what the playing time looks like. He started on Wednesday, but it still is a crowded situation in Texas. But more importantly, Corey Seager to the IL as Texas keeps piecing things together for now. Some good news for Philadelphia. Bryce Harper is going to learn to play first base. He brought that suggestion to the team because it'll help him uh, get going faster, get on the field faster because he can't go. He would, he would have DH, just not changing that timeline. But going to the outfield compared to first base is a big difference. Um, original timeline still is around the all-star break, but there was a little bit of uh, new good news. Harper has been cleared to hit in game situations. The only thing he's not cleared for right now is sliding into bases. So he actually may be closer than we think. Once they clear him for sliding activities, he might be able to rock and roll. So this is great to hear for Bryce Harper. Carlos Correa, I think every day so far this week, I've said, hey, he sat out with a back injury. He's day-to-day supposed to play tomorrow. Well, Carlos Correa misses four straight games to the back injury, but is expected to play tomorrow. So we'll see how this one goes. This is annoying. This has already given me flashbacks to Luis Robert last year where he plays and doesn't play, doesn't play, doesn't play, plays, doesn't play. That's the worst thing in the world. Travis Darnode, who went to the IL for the 70 IL for a concussion recently, is recovering nicely from his concussion and uh, is expected to be back at the minimum of the seven days. So that's great to hear for DR Node managers out there. Lars Newtbar, who at one point was ready to play on Monday but has many setbacks, he took swings on Wednesday 
They're going to reevaluate him on Thursday. If he's doing well and he bounces back fine, he could start a rehab assignment as early as Thursday to hopefully get back, I'd assume, at the beginning of next week. Again, another shortstop hits the floor. Kyle Farmer, this one was nasty, though. He left Wednesday's game after getting hit in the face by a pitch from Lucas Giolito. Uh, luckily, no fractures in his face. He's going to have surgery on Thursday. A little bit of facial surgery because he has a massive uh, cut on his cheek, but mainly a ton of dental surgery. They're going to re- basically redo his mouth and his jaw, and it's going to be nasty, but no fractures. Um, he's going to be out for some time, though. think uh, Kevin PR a year or two ago to see how that one went. That's what I'd expect from uh, for Kyle Farmer's situation. Boston Red Sox fans out there, Masataka Yoshida was scratched from Wednesday's game with a hamstring soreness. He's considered day-to-day. They're pretty optimistic he'll be back in their next game, but we will wait and see. That's a big blow because Yoshida's playing some pretty good ball as he opened up the season with the Sox. Hopefully it's nothing too major. Brian Bayo, a guy I've been big on coming into draft season for the Red Sox, threw six innings, allowing one run on a rehab start on Tuesday in AAA. And according to manager Alex Cora, it is up in the air if he needs another rehab star or will start his next start with the Red Sox at the beginning of the next week. Us fantasy managers would love to see him come back next week, but he may need one more rehab start. So keep keep a close eye and ear on that news or just listen in to the First Pitch Podcast every morning brought to you by PitcherList.com, and we will have you covered and let you know what Brian Bayo's schedule looks like once it's, once it's announced. Oh, wait, here we go. Another shortstop hits the floor. Orlando Garcia left Wednesday's game with a wrist injury after he was hit on hit on the wrist by a pitch. Uh, Adrianza, Ari Adrianza came into the game to play shortstop. We know the Von Grissom saga and other options that might be in AAA. We'll keep an eye on that. There'll be more evaluations on Garcia on Thursday, but never good getting hit in the wrist by a pitch. Hopefully nothing too major. Another shortstop hits the floor. Miguel Rojas left Wednesday's game early after pulling up on an infield single. He's been battling a left groin injury off and on throughout the season already. Chris Taylor came in and played shortstop. This is another big blow to uh, the Dodgers, let alone fantasy managers around as shortstops gone wild. It's going to be crazy with all these guys going down. I, n- I named three or four today. Count Correa in there, that's fine. Tim Anderson's gone down and many more. It's been just a slew of shortstops hitting the I.L., um, and it's just not good. Not good at all right now. What is good, if you're uh, a Dodgers fan, will be Max Muncy as we talk about the hitting highlights from Wednesday. And if for those that keep track at home, Max Muncy loves facing the Giants. This is just a fact. And on Wednesday, he went two for five with two home runs, two runs scored, and four RBIs. He pinch hit on Tuesday. So he started Monday, started Wednesday. In those two starts, Max Muncy had five total hits, four home runs, and 11 RBIs versus the Giants. Yep, yep, he loves them, and I'm glad he's leaving town tomorrow. Wander Franco of the Tampa Bay Rays, the red-hot Tampa Bay Rays, went three for five with three doubles, two runs scored, two RBIs, and a stolen base on Wednesday night. Franco is starting to put it all together, folks, on the season. He's hitting 340 with four home runs, nine runs scored, 12 RBIs, and three stolen bases. Um, we knew the hit tool was there. We knew the batting average was there. The question was with the power come with it eventually so far so good in the power department as uh, Wander Franco looks like the real deal and those that took a chance on a potential value at ADP are loving life in a big big way right now big meat Pete Pete Alonzo two for three with a home run two runs scored an RBI and a walk on Wednesday on the season now is only hitting 250 but if you look he has a ridiculously low Babbitt he's still hitting the ball 
insanely hard. That positive regression will be coming for Pete Alonso. But he's hitting 250 with six home runs, 11 runs scored, and 12 RBIs. Don't worry about Pete. If someone in your league is worried about Pete, make sure you go trade for Pete Alonso because he's going to be just fine. For more details on the day's top hitters and more, check out the Daily Batters Box article over at PitcherList.com. Starting pitching highlights on your Wednesday. We were all looking forward to Taj Bradley's big league debut, and he did not disappoint. Five innings, three earned, came later in the start. Five hits, one walk, eight strikeouts. Now, I need to dig deeper into the start because when I see nine whiffs on those eight strikeouts, that's a little interesting. I expected more, but he did have a 35% CSW, so he's getting a lot of called strikes, which could be good too. He's full of hitters or they're trying to get a feel for him. Who knows? But a 35% CSW and only 78 pitches. Good stuff in his debut from Bradley. Looking forward to what's next for the young stud. Brad Keller. We're talking young studs here. Brad Keller's in the conversation right now, folks. Six and two-thirds, one earned, three hits, one walk, seven Ks against the Texas Rangers. He had 11 whiffs, a 30% CSW on 105 pitches. Brad Keller has noted he um, has changed kind of his mechanics in the pitch mix so far this season, and he is rolling with it. He now has two run runs or less in all three of his starts, and um, the one walk in seven Ks tonight was a huge improvement over previous outings. These were by far his best walk and strikeout totals. But he's given you the innings. He's limiting the damage. He's been very, very effective so far. We've ridden out time like this with Brad Keller before, so I understand the the concern if you're going to take a chance on Brad Keller. But he could be a nice streaming option, especially in deeper formats right now. Kevin Gossman keeps getting it done. We've, there's been concerns about you know Velo's down, but he keeps getting the whiffs, and he's been successful. Well, he did it again on Wednesday night. Eight innings pitched, three earned, five hits. Not bad. Zero walks and 11 strikeouts for Kevin Gossman versus the Detroit Tigers. He had 20 whiffs, a 36% CSW, and 103 pitches thrown. That is outstanding. In a world where many aces are struggling or getting hurt right now, even with depleted velocity, Kevin Gossman has been very, very sharp. Um, Tonight's three earned runs are the first earned runs he's allowed all season, which is impressive. Six total runs, three earned now on the season and has 25 Ks to just three walks over 20 innings pitched. Kevin Gossman has been outstanding, and it is on his way to an AL Cy Young-type campaign if he can keep up 90% of this throughout the rest of the season. Make sure to tune in to the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and to read his daily SP Roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. All right, relief pitchers. Not too much going on, but a couple things I would definitely monitor, if not maybe take some small bids in on Fab. Adam Adovino got the save for the Mets, his first save of the season on Wednesday. And you might wonder, okay, was David Robertson just getting the day off or something? No. David Robertson came in with two outs in the seventh, got out of the seventh, shut down the eighth. So he pitched an inning in the third. Technically, that was high leverage. Not going to knock that. It was. But that was very interesting to see that happen. Ottavino pitched the ninth, picked up the save. Jose Quijada with the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim picked up his second save of the season. He has one more save than Carlos Estevez on the season. But the caveat is Estevez had the day off because he's been worked the last few games. going to save on Tuesday night. It's just a weird, I guess, luck is Estevez gets used in non-save situations. And then they finally have a save situation, and it's his day off. I don't know, but I keep monitoring this one. It's because for the fact that if Quijada's going to keep getting these kind of chances, 
deeper formats, he's definitely live. Definitely live with him and Estevez are basically sharing the role is what it's coming down to right now. Not on purpose. It's just the way the scheduling and the workload's been going, but it is something to definitely keep an eye on. Make sure you read the Daily Reliever Ranks article on PitcherList.com for more information for all things relief pitching. All right, let's get ready to preview your Thursday, April 13th action. Before we do, let's take a quick break from our sponsors. When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat, and that's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Try Noom today and see the results for yourself. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Most weight loss programs are short-term fixes, but the problem is managing your weight needs a long-term solution. And that's what makes Noom different. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight today and in the future. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Start taking control of your weight management and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. All right, welcome back, everybody, to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I am your host, Brian Intrican, a.k.a. KC Bubba. Before we get into Thursday's action, let's get a quick look at the weather with our buddy Mark Paquette. Thank you very much, Brian. Well, on this short slate of games, we will have no more weather issues. This remarkable stretch of dry weather. Besides that one crazy day, I think it was a week ago today, with all those postponements, there hasn't been one since. Just a remarkable stretch of dry weather for so early in the spring. Look for it to be very hot. Uh, yeah, summer-like heat in Baltimore and New York tomorrow as uh, both AL East um, foes play at home games. That's about it for now. Back to you. All right. Thank you, Mark. Much appreciated there. Let's look at some DFS targets on the day. Only five games on the main slate. So we're looking at the Toronto Blue Jays versus Spencer Turnbull, who has not looked good to start the season. Not looked good at all. I love the way the ball is flying out of Toronto so far to start the year. So you got your Vladitos. I'm still a Matt Chapman. He's my top play right now with the Jays. He's not priced as high as Vladito and Bichette. And he's his, he's locked in right now. I like Bichette. I like Vlad, but give me give me some um, Matt Chapman. I love the price on Dalton Varsho on Thursday as well. And then you got some other cheapies if you need to in Toronto. 
And then the other game would be Cincinnati in Great American Small Park going against Bailey Falter. Falter isn't horrible. He's pitched okay. But you give me the Reds in Great American Small Park versus a lefty. They have a lot of right-handed power in that lineup and a lot of discounted right-handed power. Uh, like India's not discounted, but you have like Barrero and you have Will Myers and a couple other guys. You can definitely get some discounted Reds action in Great American Small Park. All right, your pitchers that I'm looking to target on this five-game main slate. Nick Lodolo. I know it's Great American Small Park. It does not phase him. He gets the Philadelphia Phillies, who he, he dominated his last time out, and all the firms dominate once again. So love me, Nick Lodolo. And then Jordan Montgomery going up against Pittsburgh. Jomo, all kinds of strikeouts and swings and misses in his last outing, which was great. Now he gets the Pittsburgh Pirates, a team you can have some fun with, especially in a pitcher-friendly ballpark in St. Louis. So give me Jomo on the mound versus the Pirates. All right, some things I'm looking forward to on this Thursday action here. Uh, the race have one of the early games, and I want to see if they can keep this winning streak going. They are locked in. They're beating up on teams. Even when opposing teams finally score runs, the Rays put up a nine spot. They just can't be stopped. Their pitching has been really good. Uh, Fairbanks has back-to-back saves now, which is great to see. I want to see if the Rays can keep this streak going. As everyone said, oh, they had easy matchups in their first two series. Well, they might sweep the Boston Red Sox. And I know the Red Sox aren't the World Series Red Sox of old. They're still the Red Sox. So that'll be fun to keep an eye on on Thursday. And then Johnny Brito, looking forward to seeing that as well. He got you know recalled. He's back in the rotation for now with all the injuries that the uh, Yankees are having. I want to see if he can keep pitching well. His strikeouts weren't as high as last outing as they were against the Giants, but he's still very effective. Limited damage, gave him the innings they were looking for. I want to see if he can do that again on Thursday in a very favorable matchup. So that'll be big because he could take the spot of Clark Schmidt, who's just not been good at all. So a little Johnny Brito time to get you through your Thursday. All right, everybody, that'll wrap us up. But before we leave, make sure you go to PitcherList.com, become a PL Pro member, check out PitcherList Pro, PitcherList Plus. Get you all kinds of great stuff there. You got the, the the Discord that comes with it, which is awesome. It's always popping off. Great conversations in there for baseball and fantasy baseball. All kinds of goodies there. You got great tools that they've come up with at PitcherList.com, plus more stuff they're working on to make it a bigger and better product for everybody involved. But on that note, everybody, we have a small Thursday, which means I'll have a lot of other stuff to talk about for you tomorrow. But enjoy your Thursday. Enjoy a couple day games. Enjoy the evenings. And more importantly, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I'll be back with you guys tomorrow. You can find me on Twitter at Mediantric. But this was your first pitch podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com for Thursday, April 13th. Catch you guys next time. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.